0: Take in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> That's right. Welcome to the J-Train Podcast. It's J Train, Jared Fried, coming to you live from Koreatown, New York City. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. I'm gonna say it one more time. I want to say it directly to the audience on YouTube. Let me look at you, YouTube people. You are showing up. That's right. And if you're not, a, I'm going to say thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We're here at Feather Nation Studios at the Virtual Comedy Network every Tuesday and Friday. A capacity audience here. It's just, it, it, thank you. A <laughs> capacity. We're a full house. Um, thank you. Let me do a couple thank yous. And, and I don't like to do this for too long. I, you know I'm not a big, you know, I don't want to gush. You're joking. I'm not, not joking. Another one? Uh, yeah, one more. One more. Okay. San Diego, La Jolla. I know we're already a week out. If you came to those shows, ooh. <laughs> literally, literally, those shows were me going on stage, dropping my pants, putting my legs above my ears, and you guys just took turns tickling my nuts. <laughs> That's right, and I blew the horn every time someone did a, like a little finger in the butt. That thank was, you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. President. So I, I'm saying to you, <laughs> thank you, San Diego. Thank you, La Jolla. Thank you for sho- You showed up in a place I didn't know I had friends. But no, 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 I don't have friends. I have family. <laughs> thank you, San Diego. I want to thank the listeners. You're out there every week. You keep, you keep listening. You keep coming back. I can't believe it. Thank you. I want to thank uh, the YouTube people. Some of you will, will call you early adopters. We still have more listeners every week than we have YouTube subscribers. So now I'm going to turn around my thank you. We're going to, we're going to tur- turn it around. You got to subscribe on YouTube. Okay. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know why you're doing this to me. You're being a dick okay subscribe <laughs> can you, I, this this podcast goes from thankful to to accusatory very yeah. quickly i'm talking to you and if i'm looking at you on youtube i'm making facial expressions this is a video podcast i'm giving you a 360 degree show and you're only getting 180 when you're listening so go subscribe on youtube um and and uh, if you have already, thank you. Um, otherwise, what else? Other announcements? Boston. Uh, that's my next weekend date. That's the next one we gotta. The tickets are moving. They're 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 walking out of the door. Okay, so if you're sitting there with a group chat, get it together. I want to say hi to Shelby. Shelby is on is on the ones and twos. You're back. Correct. You were sick. Allegedly Allegedly Are you feeling better? (laughs) Yes Are we okay? I hope so I heard about you Sick through many people And I was like Oh my god How many? Oh the lines were lit up (laughs) Many That's that's nice People were concerned Yeah Shelby you're okay? I hope so We all hope Everyone pray For Mm -hmm. our our man Classic Shelby So Shelby Good to have you back I'm very excited about today's guest Okay Sometimes You know you, uh, our guest today has a reputation A fantastic one He's one of the best comics That's in the game Okay, You watch him do stand up I watch people's eyes light up He's known as the hardest You know the reputation don't you He doesn't want to admit Because it's a hard thing to admit No one wants to follow him He's at the cellar all the time with me People go oh, I gotta follow Greer Barnes thank you for coming on
1: Thanks for having me brother
0: it's so nice to have you a new guest.
1: It's the moment you've all been waiting for. <laughs> a new
0: guest. Now, now Greer, we've known each other a long time. Yes we have. And and this is a long time coming. <laughs> yes. But I you know, you know, it's funny because like you don't do a lot of podcasts
1: no that's why i asked how long you've been doing it for and it's like okay cool he hasn't been doing it for like 10 years so i'm all right you know? yeah well,
0: <laughs> <laughs> well also i haven't been doing it two two days <laughs> i think there's like a middle ground that you want to go on a show where someone you know can he knows how to do it yes. knows how to drive the ship yes <laughs> But you don't want to be on the ghost ship that's been out to sea for say eight, eighteen years.
1: Well, then, no, that's not bad. It's just that, wow, if you've been doing it that long, and I haven't been on it that you know what I mean since all that time. Well, it's, like, it's not that's be, be, bad on me.
0: No, it's bad on me. I uh, <laughs> listen. We're look. We're just going to apologize for the next hour to each other. <laughs>
1: all right, I'm sorry. I,
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> Greer is so funny. All of you need to go follow him at Greer Barnes. Um, he's going to be at the Comedy Cellar Vegas March twenty third to twenty through 29th. ninth. Uh, and I'll say this I'm, I'm not just saying this because you're on the show mm-hmm. one of the funniest people alive like you, alive <laughs> like dude I I, your bits are some of the only bits that are like music
2: uh, do you get right. that
0: ever? Uh, yeah sometimes people because you hear a stand up bit once you go I right, heard it know where it's coming know the turn yeah. know the beats I know where the laughs come and then you hear it the second time you go get this guy off the fucking stage <laughs> yeah you can get them out get them out <laughs> Greer is one of those people that you go it, it's like uh, oh no 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 it's the horse one <laughs> you know it's you know like you hear bits of yours and I I want to hear them again they they it, and there are people that are like seller people that go there all the time and I'm not saying you don't have new stuff when you have new stuff I love it too but I'm saying your bits are the ones that people go. I'm gonna I'm gonna have this like a, like an old meal I like having <laughs> comfort food. It's a, it's de- it's delicious. <laughs> like there's certain bit and you know and you see it coming you go, oh god he's doing the horse one he's doing the you know like it's uh it, it, it's it's it I th- I hope that comes across as a no it a comes compliment. across
1: great it's interesting because I've had I've had people come up to me and be like that's my favorite joke I never heard that part of it yes you know what I mean because yes. it's like we have a joke and we may have three four punch lines in it and only do sure. three you hear the or, sh- you,
0: or you, you go i got the light yeah i got two minutes yeah, yeah. i'm gonna do the shortened version exactly. of all and then there's exactly. the you do it in the middle of the set and yeah. it's like the, the seven minute version yes <laughs> <laughs> and you're you're really chewing up stage time but you're doing it because it's the right moment yes. the right whatever yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so i mean how long have you been doing stand-up
1: <sighs> oh man i don't know 30 years
0: maybe, 20, 28, 29 years. And, and you were a baseball player before that. I
1: played baseball, yeah. I got scouted by the Giants, uh, San Francisco Giants, when I was like 18. Yeah. Um, I mean, he said he was from the San Francisco Giants. <laughs> just some guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he had a hat on. He I was, was like, in I'm Central Park. The yeah. He <laughs> gave me a card. I was supposed <laughs> to go to Arizona. He said, if you can make it down there, I can get you a trial. Uh, and I couldn't make it, I, you know,
0: so. and what got you in the stand up was it was there um, anything specifically? Yeah,
1: my mom, I didn't wanna join the army, and uh-huh. i I needed a job and <laughs> and uh, I started doing open mics, and uh they were a lot better then
0: but i got I gotta say you watching you on stage, it's always a learning experience for me. Mm. I always take something away. And just like I said at the beginning of this show where this is a th- like I'm looking at YouTube. I'm trying to make this a 360-degree show. Right. You do a 360-degree stand-up. There's a <laughs> Thanks, voice man. that goes with everything. There's a move. Yeah. I, I, No, but I take a lot away from that. I like be like, you know, there's this thing. And you don't get this. I'm not saying that anyone said this about you. But there's a thing against physical comics where, you know, you have these comedy, you know, mm-hmm. snobs. That'll be like, well, he didn't go up and say the spoken word, and you're like, all right, well, I don't. <laughs> yeah, it can be no. a lot of things, right. and then you'll see someone go up there and like sing, dance, and dust, and they'll be moving around, and someone will be like, oh, of course. Or juggle. Or juggle. <laughs> We've seen that. <laughs> but uh, the, people talk a little shit, but I like I think you're the example of like how the words connect to the move, mm. connect to, and it's like, uh, and I try to take away from that because I'm like, oh, I do try to ask. I'm like, well, what's the move here? Right. <laughs> what's the Thing that makes this a special bit, where someone walk, you know.
1: I think it's the explanation explanation of the joke, um, and then the sound effects sometimes that I bring to it. That's like, uh,
0: I mean, you do a squirrel and yeah. it's fucking good. <laughs> that's I'm right. Not, yeah. I, I, you do a squirrel and I go, "That's the fucking squirrel." You do a bit about Obama swimming in the ocean yes. and he's at one point he's turning a wheel and you see the wheel turning you, yeah, you hear it turning
1: <laughs> he's shutting down an oil pipeline yeah,
0: yeah. i don't want to give away i'm not trying to give away <laughs> jokes i'm just saying how i watch that and i think of it the same way i think of like someone doing an impression mm. like if you're amazing at impressions if you're amazing at act outs and and explain the joke through an act mm. out and using a noise to your exam like People's days change you see the light in their eye change like <laughs> the minute someone goes on stage and becomes You know the yeah. character becomes the act out you just see their world kind of like what like yeah, I didn't oh, see that Whoa, yeah, I didn't see it coming. Yeah. Oh, he just told me about the wheel But now he's turning the wheel and I yeah. hear it and I feel like I'm like, where's the wheel? <laughs> so I mean this is all to say I, I could feather your nuts all day um, <laughs> I'm so excited to have Greer here. So I want everyone to go follow Greer at Greer Barnes on uh, Instagram. On Instagram. I I I had an inc- I had an incident last night. Really? What? Where? At the club? comedy cellar. Uh oh. So we did kind of a show where I I called it a Boston style show mm. where I hosted, but I did a lot of time hosting. So I did like 25 in the beginning, 25 minutes. Then I brought up like uh, Pete Debrayu. He did 10. And then i went and did 15 i brought up allison Libby. she did 10 and then i went up and did 10 again brought up gary Vee.der then i did like probably another 15 and brought up Nimesh patel okay mm. so boston style because in boston back in the day the host would be the headliner he would do a really? lot of time yeah uh. this is, and so like lenny clark would like host a show and huh. you'd go to the lenny clark show and then he'd right. bring up people in between to like kind of be the commercial break to his show dig it so that was kind of the way i was thinking of doing the show last night so i'm doing that the problem is Mm -mm. you're restarting the audience every time you go back on stage yes you're it is not and when you do an hour set there's beginning middle and end yeah when you do a 15 minute set it's beginning middle and end when you do three sets of 20 to 15 to 20 minutes It's beginning, middle, 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 middle. You know, there's no end. You're coming back. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Towards the end of the show, people are getting drunk. There's a guy there. I don't think he's a listener. I think he just kind of came off the street because it wasn't it was sold out on paper. But then people don't show. There's reservations. And that's why if you're around tonight, you can come to the Comedy Cellar um, on. I think it's three one three three. Yeah. March 3rd. Um. And it'll be at 10 o'clock tonight. Um, so it's late now. Mm. I'm about to. This guy, all of a sudden, he starts going, ha, 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 and talking in between his ha, 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 ha. Yeah. You, but you know the sound of laughter.
1: Yes. And then the sound of sarcasm.
0: We know the sound of sarcastic yeah. laughter. We know the yeah. real laughter. Yeah. We know the laughter that it's just you just trying to, like, kind of fake it along so your girlfriend doesn't know you don't get it.
1: Yes. We understand all of that.
0: We know all the little num 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 num, tastes of laughs. Yeah, I hear that, but he's being... It's not just... I don't mind if someone is fake laughing or being that way. I'll give it one chance. I'll give it two chances. Did you destroy him? So he goes, I'm laughing. And I go, Hey, you okay over there? Like, I'm just trying to, like, get some, like, a rain on the show. He goes, I'm laughing! And I go... Well, no, you, it doesn't sound like a laugh to me. I've heard, and I, I'm trying to be nice. I'm like, I'm, I've heard laughter before. That just sounds like, yeah, that's yeah, laughter. That's laughter. <laughs> Thank you, studio audience, for piping in. He goes, no, I'm laughing. Oh, you're going to make me quiet because I'm laughing? Oh, God. And it's like he's trying, and this is something we talk about a lot on this podcast, the idea of like the, the undisagreeable statement, mm-hmm. because to him, he's going, I'm laughing at a comedy club. What the fuck are you going to say? Right. So I went the route. I started making fun of him. I go, your tone doesn't match the person who laughs. (laughs) I've never been at a comedy club and been like, it's funny. Ha, 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 ha. And that starts killing. That starts doing well because now I'm doing like a four-minute bit about like, I think it's delicious. (laughs) Thanks, mom. Like, I was like, just being like, that's not how you talk to people. I go, your tone doesn't match the words coming out of here. So, this is killing. I get away from it. At this point, I go back into bits because I think that the seller's going to throw him out. For whatever reason, they like leave him. And I go into other bits, and those bits, I'm, and I'm doing a lot of new because that's you know, my audience, my show. Sure. And I start going to these bits, and I get to the end. <laughs> and, I'll get, I'm like about to fit, you know. It's always on the last joke. Like you always take a little too much.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah. you're like,
0: oh, the audience is back. I'll just do this one more thing. I could have just gotten off the stage
1: and had a big round of applause and <laughs> the hero. Yeah.
0: This guy goes, I'm, I I go to do my last <laughs> punchline, literally last one. He goes, ha ha ha! Oh, it's funny. Am I laughing enough? He's back.
1: Uh yeah, I wouldn't tolerate that.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, may I introduce to you drama. Yeah, that drama <laughs> was here, and so then like finally the club's like ah that's enough. I'm like yeah that's enough on the fucking last. He just already had enough.
1: <laughs> it's so the, end of the show. Right? This
0: guy starts getting pulled out of the club. I've never seen anything like it. It was. He goes. He goes. Come on, funny guy. He's doing like hecklers that you. The heckler lines he was doing were out of a movie ab- about comedy clubs. Like it was it was hack <laughs> heckler lines. Like I said to him I go dude you're out of central casting. You like I if I wrote this in a movie no one would believe it. They go this isn't fake. Yeah, yeah. He kept going, "Come on funny guy. I'll go on stage. Yes,
1: I'll that's show my favorite. you."
0: That's the best one. And I go I go just do your joke now. You're loud enough.
1: Yeah, you don't need and a he, mic. And
0: and he goes, "Nice. Nice sweatshirt." And then everyone's like, what? And then he gets dragged out by security. Steve <laughs> drags him out. And I look at him, I go. And I'm like, "I, I, and I at that moment, I'm like, I guess I got to get a new sweatshirt. Like, he did achieve what he wanted <laughs> to. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> like, that's his joke. No, he's sweatshirt. <laughs> My issue is, especially with the audience who was there, like, if it's a random seller crowd, mm. I, I feel like less upset about it. Cause like they'll go, oh, he handled it. That yeah. guy was it yeah. was funny. That guy was an asshole. The, it was funny because that crowd, most of them were there because they're fans of this show, and you could sense a little like is everyone okay? Yeah. <laughs> like it man. was like my mom watching cuz people you care about me. could feel the energy. Yeah, you could feel yeah, the man. energy. And then I, you know, Nemesh came on. I came on back at the end. I was like, man, it was weird that my brother was so mad at me. <laughs> like I just made jokes about <laughs> yeah, that. But do you, what's the worst heckle? I I do you ever get heckled because No. Never, I never get heckled. <laughs> you <laughs> you said I said once I, know, to make I, me feel I, mean, I have
1: gotten heckled before. I got heckled one time like this guy you're talking about. This guy was saying stuff that was so unfunny. Yeah. That it Became funny, like they, it was just like
0: that. There is something funny about someone thinking what they're saying is funny,
1: yes. And that, but this guy just kept firing, and each one was like less funnier than the other. That it was so bad that they just started, we all started laughing, yeah, because it was just
0: not funny, sure. <laughs> it's almost like I like you know, anti comedy, yes. yes, yeah, man. Yeah. I was just thinking, I was like, and I got home, I was like, I was. I was I, I knew I did a good job. I knew anyone who was smart. You were thinking enough. about it a lot. Of course, yeah, because man. you're like, yeah. you know, I, the one other time, the one time I got really badly heckled, um, and maybe you could speak to this. I, I was at a club and my dad was there with friends. It was like the first year I did comedy and I'm mm. hosting. So I came out to host and then I brought up the first comic. And then in between the first and the second comic, I go to do more jokes, like in between, like mm-hmm. a, literally 30 seconds. And this couple sat down in between they didn't they didn't see me do the beginning so i had no like street cred with them i had no credibility with uh-huh. them but they sat down during the second guys <laughs> so then i come back up and i'm like hey everybody so farts and like i'm like whatever and i just remember this guy going and it was a black guy and i remember because i was like i don't know
1: you know we like to speak to the screen
0: i it was what is yeah. this
1: bullshit about what is this
0: bullshit? <laughs> i go he just goes but he did the most black i think he goes nah <laughs> That's nah, nah, son. Nah, next, next. And I just remember like making eye contact with my dad, and like both of us, like, what do we do? <laughs> you know, like, what do we do? Yeah, what do we do? We had that moment, and then I was like, I said something stupid, and I got off the stage, and then you never forget it. I'm just fucking. You think eight about years it. Later. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Like I'll never forget that guy, even though I, I know I owned him. Like I know. I'm very happy with my. Mm. Your language doesn't match your energy bit. I think that's a fun bit I could do without the heckler. Right. Uh, but I'm still. <laughs> it's you know you don't walk away from war being happy. You killed no. somebody. Yeah. You, you yeah. remember that life.
1: Yeah. Wakes you up at night.
0: Yeah. I've they're, had a couple of those. You've had a couple, right? Yeah,
1: man. They're the worst. They laugh. Just let for the like audience know you had a couple, days. so I know. Like, <laughs> yeah. They're like. A headache, you know, it's
0: just Ugh. like, oh, I should have said this, I could have did that. Well, I'm very excited to have you here, Greer. I'm glad to be uh, here, we're gonna man. answer some emails. You ready? Yes, sir. Uh, anyone can send anything you'd like podcast at gmail.com, podcast at gmail.com. Here with Greer Barnes. I want you guys to go follow Greer because if he comes to your town, you're gonna want to see him. I'm, I'm literally talking to him about his bits like they're Beatles songs, okay? (laughs) So I want you to go experience the Greer-Barnes experience uh, at Greer-Barnes and Cellar Vegas, March 23rd through the 29th. You were in the movie The Joker. Yes. I saw you. Yeah, man. And I had a moment where I go, (laughs) Greer-Barnes! I stood up in the Delta flight while I was watching. (laughs) And it was like, sit down, are you okay?
1: When I was filming that, uh, we were told not to say anything. It's like yeah so uh, nobody knew i was shooting it unbelievable and i so wanted to tell people <laughs> uh,
0: you were yeah. in the do you you have a moment where you go i was in one of the biggest movies ever made
1: at, at dawned on me um oscar night
0: it did yeah cuz you... like holy shit
1: yeah like i had i said something i was in that you were in that you know those <laughs> yeah. people yeah, yeah that's man. crazy so that was pretty interesting and even my mom was like was like wow grand like you were in the biggest movies ever i was like yeah that's and amazing. even then it didn't dawn on me until Oscar night. I was like, holy
0: oh. shit. Yeah. Do you, and did you go to the premiere? Do you get to...
1: No, nah, I didn't go to the premiere. I was, you know, I don't go to premieres.
0: You don't do it. You're just yeah. like, let it be. Yeah. It's out there. Boom, go. We are sponsored, people. Are you craving a partner of the kind who answers your beck and call? The one you can call to bring you sushi at 11.30, red wine at midnight, and a breakfast burrito at 8 a.m. You can stop swiping. Postmates is here, and they're saying, hey, girl, Postmates is your personal delivery Sherpa. They'll bring you groceries, bottle of water, or really anything, anytime you want. One time, Kylie Jenner ordered a single carrot. That's not annoying at all. That's not an abuse of your power, but listen, she's paying for it. That's the whole thing. That's what I love about Postmates is that I know I have a little assistant anytime, and I'm willing to pay for it. That's not to say to besmirch the Postmates people out there. They want money. I got money. Let me give it to them so that my life is easier. And I'll say this. I travel a lot. Postmates is like having an assistant in every city I go to that knows the city I'm in. That assistant isn't just someone I hired yesterday. The Postmates assistant is someone that knows what's open, when it's open till, how far they'll go. And I and, and knows what food. If I say, hey, Postmates, uh, Chinese, 2 a.m., they go, nothing here. All right, what about pizza? I got two spots. What do you think? One's going to take 20, one will take 30. One's got chicken fingers, one doesn't. That's what Postmates is here for. And I love them because they're going to give you free money for something you're going to use. For a limited time, Postmates is giving my listeners $100 of free delivery credit. For your first seven days, that's free money. To start your free deliveries and download the app right now, use code JTRAIN. 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 That's JTRAIN. For $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Get anything you need, anytime you need it. Download Postmates and save with code JTRAIN. Postmates, get what you want out of life. Let's do some emails. You ready? Yes, sir. Shalom, JTrain. Watching this season of The Bachelor and binging your podcast from the archives has me seeking your sage advice. Mm -mm. I grew up in a very religious and pretty sex-negative area, so I missed out on a lot of sexual experience during the formative years of high school when no one knows what the fuck they're doing. Fast forward almost four years, and I recently graduated college as a virgin, although I'm not necessarily waiting until marriage to have sex like Madison from The Bachelor. So there's a (gasps) character. I watch The Bachelor, as you know. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Madison is a virgin which is fine yes. There's nothing yeah, wrong yeah. with that but she withheld the information from the bachelor until like the last few episodes huh so now he's in the situation where it's like she's upset she's waiting for marriage but she's also doesn't want him having sex with the other women on the show like they have sex getting, with those other women on the show there's a fantasy suite episode where it is not said but it is implied, kind of implied mm. that uh sexual activity is happening they're invited to spend the night together. And we are now, If it's, <laughs> next week we don't know what happens. But uh, as of now, we don't know what happens with Madison. She kind of runs away from the date. But she is a virgin until marriage, which is fine. I am super unexperienced in the bedroom. I'm not embarrassed about it because I've had pretty plenty of opportunities to fuck that I stopped before going all the way. But I'm not very confident around sex and telling people that I'm a virgin. I'm fairly shy and I want to avoid a Victoria F-like conversation. Victoria F is another girl on the bachelor who's definitely had sex. Uh-huh. Uh, but but I <laughs> That's mean I'm what not the F stand yeah, for. <laughs> yeah, Victoria fucks Uh so I need your advice on how to make my first time the least awkward for all. Do I need to tell future guys I may sleep with that I am a virgin? I don't know. I how to how can I make it less obvious that I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing, unless it's just super obvious. Also, uh, she gives her Instagram. She'd love a celeb look alike, which is something Shelby has a keen knack uh, for getting the look alike for people's celebrity. Uh, Greer, what would you what would your advice be for this uh, young virgin that's written into the show? That's a girl. That's a woman. That's yes, a
1: woman. <clears throat> Wow. Oh man. Whew. That's that's a uh... I don't know much about virgin women.
0: Um... <laughs> <laughs> she's beautiful. I'm sure she is. She's very good looking and um And how old is she? Def- I'll tell her right now. Guys want to fuck her. Yeah. So, um yeah. <laughs> Not to sound creepy or whatever, she's 22, 22 and she's beautiful and but like here's the thing. She
1: Oh yeah, she's definitely pretty.
0: I like where she's coming from. Mm. She writes in, be basically saying like, she, I, I, the honesty's in her email. Mm-hmm. Do you have any thoughts on how you would want a girl to tell you, or would you you would want to? I would want to know before.
1: I would want to know beforehand too, because I mean, only because I have experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty up there in the age range, so. uh If she plays her cards right and listens and 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 pays attention to the guys who interact with her she'll be there'll be a guy well she will absolutely feel that comfortable with absolutely you know and it'll be about him and how he interacts with hers um if i were her i i would inform guys that she is a virgin Because that alone will let you know you'll be able to siphon out the bullshit.
0: Absolutely. Well, yeah, that is. By the way, men
1: will respond to you.
0: Yes, because virgin is one of those things that it's like a dog whistle Mm. for both douchebags and And non-douchebags alike. Yeah. So you're gonna. So I would inform you. The way you wrote this email is the way I would inform people. Mm -hmm. Own it. You are what you is. Good for you. I wouldn't go... It's you know, a strength. It's a strength. It, yeah, own it. It's a positivity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm a virgin, I and, and I like what you said, although I'm not necessarily waiting until se- marriage to have sex. Uh, I'm super inexperienced in the bedroom, not embarrassed about it because I've had plenty of opportunities to fuck that I've stopped before going all the way. That line, mm-hmm. I know it seems like the opposite of what you should say to a guy, right? <laughs> but that is kind of what I want to hear, and I, I would also say to you, don't just have it to have it now. Yeah. You have this... beautiful thing that Mm -hmm. you've kept and i know it gets shit on a lot Mm -hmm. the public by
1: who other girls who are sluts probably (laughs) well (laughs) i shouldn't say that other girls who have
0: have, uh, you know that
1: been around the block 50 times well
0: or that that don't believe the same thing that you believe yes which is fine Mm -hmm. and also we all change as time goes on so you know, what was important to you at 18 might not be important to you at 22. It might not be important to a you at 26, 24, 24. 26, 24. Mm. So, 26. So for you, I understand where you're coming from, where you're nervous, because the easy thing to... Sh- it's weird that we live in a time where it's just easy to shit on anything God-related. Yep. <laughs> you know, you can go online and be like, these yeah. fucking virgins. Okay, yeah. I'll give you a perfect example, okay? <laughs> uh, Last night at the Comedy Cellar, uh, we did, at the end of the show, we did some like, Q&A, which uh-huh. was fun. Nimesh was on stage. He's been on this show before. Um, him and I were on stage and we talked to some of the people up front. Mm. There was a couple in the front and Nimesh goes, how long have you been together? Like two years? And they go, but we met in high school. Half the audience go, aww. <laughs> and yeah. then half you could feel the oh, judgment. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> then the couple looks at us and goes, but we took some time off in between. They start explaining that they're not high school sweethearts. Uh-huh. Which is funny. It's funny that the couple that's in the beautiful we met in high school story then feels they have to defend themselves by telling the audience of people uh, they don't know, (laughs) no, we fucked other people. (laughs) We're not fucking weirdo losers. We're not. This isn't the only like like they didn't say it, but they were basically saying the guy was like, this ain't the only hole I've been in. Like he's like being disgusting. (laughs) And it's so funny because they're protecting themselves from the judgment of others. Much in the way, and it's like to me, this is like such a positive, nice mm-hmm. thing. It is. You've, you, in, if you look at, and the negative, I can understand, and the, the, the stress mm-hmm. is I don't have experience. Right. Which is everyone's been, had a first time right. in their life. What I would say to her is you don't do it unless you be totally open. Yeah. You, you wait until you're totally comfortable, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. I say obviously, but i, I your might, terms. Your terms, and be with someone who's willing to be um, to hold your hand through it. Yes, I think you want rough draft people in your life, and I think like there's people in my life that like I'm and even today I'm still looking like a fucking idiot in bed. (laughs) You think I'm just nailing it every time? And, and, And like I had sex with my girlfriend, and I go and I came so quickly that I said sorry while I was still in her, and she was like, "Why don't you not say sorry while you're still in me?" I learned that at thirty five. So like right? Like sorry. oh, okay. Now I learned when the apology comes. So we're always learning. Yeah. You just want to have someone that you're comfortable enough learning with. Yes.
1: Who's gonna be comfortable with you. Uh it's about how you feel. It's what totally. you want. Like you'll it'll come, you'll see it. You know uh, that because it's going to be something that you feel absolutely okay. This is the right time.
0: Exactly. And here's the other thing. Here's the here's the secret. Your virginity is not going to be the reason someone dumps you. Exactly. It's the match. Yep. So always remember that. Don't be embarrassed of it. You are what you is. There's no guy that's ending it because of your virginity. He's using that virginity as an excuse to say. I don't want to have to dump someone whose virginity I've taken. Right. He's, he's running away because he doesn't want to have to have that used against him. Right. In the future. Yeah. J Train podcast at Jima.com. J Train. She looks like. Oh, yeah. Who's she look like?
2: <clears throat> Debbie Mazer.
0: Debbie Mazer. Okay. you have seen
2: her in things before.
0: Debbie Mazur. Oh, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. She does. Uh-huh. Look at. Classic show, but nails another one. Yeah, yep. she was the yep. PR person in <laughs> in um, Entourage.
2: Also in yes. the seminal film Beethoven 2.
0: That's right. Mm-hmm. The seminal. <laughs> podcast at gmail.com. J-train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Greer Barnes at Greer Barnes on Instagram. Go follow, go follow, go follow. JTrain, I've come to the live shows, followed, liked, commented, told a friend to use the promo code and even subscribed to the YouTube channel. You've done it all. <laughs> I like how people say that at the beginning, as if I won't answer their email yeah. unless they. Pay I did what tribute. you told me to. Yeah, yeah, no, but I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I, 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 hope people know I'm joking at the beginning. <laughs> We're gonna be fine. I, it's all working yeah. out, you know. So yeah. after meeting this guy who began courting me while I was coming to the, uh, coming to the end of a two year relationship, I realized the problems within my relationship and ended it. For background, I met this guy. Let's call him Darth. Okay. Okay. <laughs> His name is equally as ridiculous in real life at a party and he followed DM me on Instagram. I told him I had a boyfriend and he said he would just we could just be friends. Mm. Sure.
1: Yeah, that's 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 sinister.
0: Yeah. I did not really engage with his DMs until I started seeing him by chance at the gym. He ended up taking class with me and we began talking a lot more. Upon realizing I could see myself with another guy, I broke it off with my boyfriend. So she was with a guy, mm. gets DMs from another guy. Mm. Uh, she realizes she does. She could be with other men, i.e., she's persu- someone's pursuing her in a way that she's like, like, "Oh, I'll be fine as a single person." She breaks up with her boyfriend. Well, some couples are. Oops. Yeah. You okay?
1: So, so she. I, wait a minute. So she. She had a boyfriend. She broke up with him.
0: Now she's broken up with him. While this guy had been DMing her and seeing her in public, who mm. had been pursuing her. So I started seeing Darth. And we immediately had tons of chemistry, sexual energy. I think this guy is super hot, funny, interesting, and he initiated all of our hangouts, started introducing me to his friends, and would text me 24-7. Three days after I ended my relationship and three weeks after I started hanging out with Darth, we slept together for the first time. And it was great. After that happened, he got a little freaked out since I just got out of a serious relationship and said that things were moving too fast, so I backed off. Hmm. So she ends her relationship. She dates Darth for three weeks. Mm -hmm. They have sex. Mm -hmm. Darth backs off. A tale as old as time.
1: Okay, so I'm assuming that her and Darth are no longer together? He,
0: he now continually asks me if he can come over and hang out. He has not invited himself to come over to watch a movie. He has now invited himself over to come over to watch a movie three times, get into my bed, and not pull any moves whatsoever. He will barely even kiss me. He's cuddly, but I'm confused where his sex drive went. Why would he come over and not want to fuck me? Does he need a full body pillow? I've made it clear that I don't equate sex to being in a relationship. Does any guy just want to cuddle? Truly baffled SOS. Do you have any thoughts on this? Hmm.
1: That guy sounds like he looked at her, saw her, desired her, got her, and okay, on to the next. Yeah. Uh, She's a nice person and he may want to be friends with her. Um I like
0: what you just said. That that course of events, uh, although some some would say, it sounds icky. Yes. But this is a very male thing. Yes,
1: very much so. The
0: the see, hunt, capture, eat, well, leave. Yeah. And this is a very male thing mm-hmm. that like men are also embarrassed about, and that's why yes. they act as weird as yes. Cutley is acting. Yes. Darth Cuddles <laughs> is acting the way he's acting Darth because he's Cuddles. Darth Cuddles is acting this way because he's so he's embarrassed uh, of the things that are within him. And I'm not absolving it. No. Greer and I are not looking at him going, Here's we'll some- fucking deal with Darth. That's a- you get Darth Cuddles. Yeah. That's what you get. Like We're not saying that. We're just giving you the, the inner workings mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. male libido in mind. Mm-hmm.
1: What she might need to do is uh, you pull back from him. Mm. pull back from him and see how that responds. If he, if you pull back from him and he's out, then you know he was full of shit from Jump Street. From minute one, you yes. were just a desire. Yes. And if you pull back and you see he starts to come closer, like as you pull, he comes with you, that means he's interested in you.
0: He, he's he's yeah. realized the error of his yes. ways yes. and he's gotten... He has to get over the hump of... And And I know she wrote something very specific. I've made it clear that I don't equate sex to being in a relationship, mm-hmm. but... As clear as you might make that, and I know this isn't fair, mm-hmm. guys don't buy it. No. The, our egos are too large mm-hmm. to believe that you don't want to be with this guy. Our moms told us we were handsome. Yep. So <laughs> why would, wouldn't we not? Why wouldn't every woman we're with want to marry us? Right. So there is, I think you need, I think what Greer said is perfect, pull back. I don't think giving him more cuddles, because here's what he might be doing as well. He might be spending these after sex times with you to be nice so that when he ends it, it won't be that he just fucked and left. Yes. So you need to distinguish between Mm -hmm. the been full of shit since day one and got what he realized, got what he wanted Mm -hmm. and realized it wasn't what he wanted forever. Exactly. Or you pull back and he goes, Oh, I do miss, Doing cuddles with with, with uh, you know with Princess Leia like yeah. I do miss this this moment. Mm. So, J Train Podcast at gmail J Train Podcast at gmail We're here with Greer Barnes at Greer Barnes on tw- on Instagram.
1: I got kicked off of Twitter.
0: He got <laughs> he's gone from Twitter. We are sponsored people. Third love, third love, third love. Listen, third love is a bra company. You might be here, maybe you're new here. You're like, Jared, why would I buy my bras from you? What the hell do you know? I don't know anything. I know about comfort. I know that when something fits you well, you feel well. When something fits you great and it's not nipping at your side, when your pants aren't tight, you walk a little taller, you walk a little prouder. I got third love for my girlfriend, Jess, okay? She talks about her third love bra. I'm not just saying this. She will talk about it when she's wearing it. It's like she's in a new car with new interior. She's like, oh my God, and it has this thing that does this, That it, and it has this strap, and it's seamless, and it doesn't show when I'm wearing a shirt. And I'm like... It's all stuff that you're like, I listen to and I'm like, oh, cool. Like when you get a car and you go, look at the center console. I didn't have this before. That's the way she talks about her third love bra. Because what I'm finding out from you, the listeners, and from my girlfriend is that bras have been, you know, square peg, round hole for too long. You've just been putting up with the same old bras because it's kind of your size, it's kind of your fit. But listen, you're special, you're a woman, you're feeling good about your body, you want something to make you feel even better about it, and that's where third love comes in. And they know that shape matters when finding a good fit, okay? Third love helps you identify your breast size, and more importantly, the shape, so you can get a style that fits your body. All you have to do is answer a few questions. It takes less than a minute, and they will give you the perfect fit. No more awkward fitting room experiences. And because of all the data that they've compiled, over 15 million women have taken it. That's a lot of boob data. Third Love offers more sizes than any other brand. So no more squeezing into a 34A or a 36C. Or no, uh, no, they offer more than 80 sizes. So. You got to go take the quiz, um, and if it isn't the best bra you've ever had, they're going to give you 100% satisfaction guarantee, so 100% fit guarantee. Every customer has 60 days to wear it, wash it, put it to the test, and if you don't love it, return it, and third love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need. Okay, so here you go. No reason to feel bad about waste. No reason to... To feel like you're wasting money or that, you know, so you try it on, you like it, you keep it. You don't like it, you send it back, you get your money back and you help someone in need. They've donated more than $15 million worth of bras. That's a lot of support. So, Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So, right now, they're offering my listeners 15, one, five, 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash J train now. That's thirdlove.com slash J train to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first order. That's thirdlove.com slash J train for 15% off. Listen, if at any point in the last week you said, ugh, I hate this bra, go to thirdlove.com slash Get your money. Long distance boyfriend wants level playing field with our female friend. Okay.
2: Okay,
1: wait a second. That's the what's boyfriend
0: the, wants quote unquote level playing field with a, our female friend help. Feather, feather. Man, we are getting so many emails. I just want to tell the listeners thank you, thank you, thank you. I mean, and they're fucking great. Like this one. I can tell they're great just by the length. I'm like, oh, look it. It's yeah. the perfect. <laughs> Meat and potatoes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Saturday night, my boyfriend of two years and I hung out with our single female friend. We drank quite a bit, and she was snuggling up to me on the couch. He proceeded to attempt to join us, which felt odd. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I got up off the couch, and she went over and laid on him, and he put his arm around her. It really upset me. Ooh, this is. Ooh. Yeah. Th- this is. This is a, a tough one.
1: Yeah. Well I'm I'm just I'm just gonna go into my uh pig headed thought process man thinking. Um he was thinking to get laid by the both of you.
0: Yeah, he <laughs> he saw he Well, let's go on with the email. I I agree I agree with you. I think he's he's trying to make some he's obvious he took the wooden spoon and mm-hmm. he started stirring the soup. Yeah.
1: And the soup don't need to be stirred.
0: And the stir, yeah, he wasn't supposed to do no. that. Uh-uh. My boyfriend feels like if she cuddled up to me, it's totally cool for him to do it. That there should be a level playing field and gender is completely irrelevant. Uh, yeah, I, no. I think no. he. It's funny that the minute you, um, the minute you get in trouble, you go into this like. Pro- ultra progressive mode uh-huh. you're like but the genders <laughs> don't matter <Right. laughs> it's yeah. Like, oh, right. yeah, yeah all of a sudden <laughs> no they don't matter yeah. Right. i i asked him if he thinks she's attractive and he said if i was single sure but i'm not oh that's a bad answer that's the yeah. answer of a guy who wanted to have a threesome yeah
1: that's exactly the answer
0: uh he insists he does not doesn't see any other female in quote-unquote that way since a couple of months after we started seeing each other he said he didn't feel weird or jealous or anything when she was cuddled up to me, but I should extend the same courtesy and understanding for him. At no point also has she mentioned the feelings of the other woman here. Right. Like, we don't know what... I mean, it all sounds... This well, is all murky, and I, I, before we get into this, I just want to let the listeners know. Hmm. We don't know the other woman in this situation. Yes. We don't know if she... Like, it sounds like the, quote-unquote, the... The metaphorical hand on the small of the back was being put, Mm. so they're taking signals from each other. It sounds like it's all kosher from what we're given, right? Um, but I should extend the same courtesy and understanding for him. I insist it's different because she and I, as heterosexual females, have zero physical attraction for each other. Okay, that changes everything. Mm -hmm. But with him being a heterosexual male where he could be attracted, be attraction between them is different. Yeah, I mean, she actually texted me the next morning apologizing that she went too far with the drinking. Am I being unreasonable? Is it weird for me of me to be bothered by seeing my boyfriend cuddle up to another woman, even though I do sincerely trust them both? Would love your insight. Attaching picture in case she, Classic Shelb sees it look like. I will say, here's a picture of her. She's very cute. She. Yes. She's very, she's very much uh, more punk than. Mm. The punk is good. Punk is good. This is a good-looking <laughs> punk. Um, I. Uh, do you have any thoughts? Well, I, we're my, we're missing one
1: key detail. Uh, my first thought is that we all know how women are with each other. I've seen women who are best friends for life, cuddle, hug, hold hands, totally, uh, spoon each other on yep. the couch, like, and that, and it's nothing. It's just how they are. But when it comes to a, you know. How old is this dude? For one, two uh, men. Yeah, you know he, we see that, and all of a sudden that devil pops up. Hey, man,
0: you better go get in there. I know. Uh, uh, and, and, <laughs> and here's the thing: she didn't mention. She got to this in the last line. She's like, "We're two heterosexual women." Mm. Okay, if if you've never mentioned, um, here's the li- here's where I would, here's where I have empathy for him, and here's where I don't. Mm. She claims they're at they're watching a movie. The girl cuddles up to her. The guy then comes over, cuddles up to the girl, and now they're cuddling and she's off in the corner just she, hanging.
1: Yeah, she takes yeah.
0: Does do, do you have you ever expressed that you're into uh, that you're in any way bisexual or mm. on the sexual mm. spectrum? Mm. If you have, I'm not saying that it's his right to come over and take another woman. I'm not saying that, right. but I'm saying if you have, I can understand where the confusion comes in where he's like, "Oh, this is where it's all happening." Right. This is but it doesn't she's never said that in her email. In her email, she's like, we're two heterosexual. Like, I agree with you, Greer. Mm. I, girls will take weekend trips yes. to spend a whole weekend with a friend mm. just hanging in sweats and cuddling. Yep. Just to see an old friend. Yeah. I've never called you up and been like, <laughs> hey, put on your sweats. <laughs> Let's We go watch the game. We're watching the game. <laughs> Make sure you wear your fuzzies. Because I'm I'm going to be right in that armpit of yours because we're watching the Giants Patriots. That's right. Like I've never. You have your Patriots jersey on. I have my Giants jersey With a little nightcap, with a little, yeah, a little ball, ball hang 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 out. And I'm like, I hey, Greer, it's so good to be. Oh, I've missed this. I've missed us. But that does happen for women. Yes. I, not a, for all, but for some. For some. I and I hate to like like and if you're in this like, you know, the it's funny that he's like gender doesn't matter. No, sexuality matters. Yes. In this conversation. Absolutely. So, you know, if it the, the, the kind of the opposite would be, let's say he says he's a bi man, mm. okay? And you're and you've known that about him even though you guys are a couple. Right. You're a couple but he's expressed to you that he's a bi man. A guy and you, uh, and then you have a friend come over. The guy and you start, and then they start cuddling. Right. And then you say, oh, well, he's always said, he well, now that, this yeah. is, maybe this is happening. Mm. And then you go over and you're like, I'd like to be with them both. So you go over and try mm. to join. He gets uncomfortable. He walks away. Now it's just you two cuddling.
1: Mm.
0: You know, would, th- that's kind of the, if we switched everything, would you be, would you understand it? Hmm. I guess I don't. <laughs> nah. these are tough questions. Yes, these they are, are. You have yeah. to suss out feelings yeah. and emotions. Yeah. And so I do think he saw, he thought maybe, mm-hmm. I do think he came over to like both of you thinking like this is where things turn. And I think you have to have a talk about that. Yeah.
1: And why didn't he go and cuddle her first? You know what I mean? Like go to your girlfriend and put your arm around her. Yeah, As I suppose like put put your girlfriend in the middle, Yeah, you, you know, like
0: <laughs> you, it's it's one of those things where it's like, don't eat the food off the ground without looking at every making sure no one sees <laughs> like he made no precautions. None. He just went, he's like, Boom. he's like threesome. OK, yeah. your friend's always been hot. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You shouldn't have said anything Easy, that quick. Yeah. <laughs> Easy, buddy. Go through the steps here. You're like, even have a powwow in the bathroom or something, something. Hey, I gotta go pee. You want to come with me? Are you into this girl? Because I could, I could get down. I could do this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like she's not bad. I, I, I think there's just a lot that's not being said. That,
1: that's what I was gonna say. There's yeah. some key points missing in there.
0: I and I think the sexuality thing matters for whether he was confused or not. But I think he went about it in the wrong way. Yeah. So I hear her. I would be upset if I were her too. Absolutely. I would be upset if I were her because. I don't think, I think, like, the threesome stuff with a girlfriend or a boyfriend, that's got to be way more plotted out and way more thoughtful Mm. and way more discussed, especially with that third party. This is a third party here who's like, I'm sorry for getting too drunk. Mm. Like, they're obviously apologizing for stepping on lines with the relationship.
1: Apologizing for getting drunk. See, that that alone, there's something within there. She knew something was off. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And this is a tough yeah. situation. And this is, you know, these are the gray areas of like hooking up. And mm-hmm. when do you feel comfortable mm-hmm. and being with the right people and consent? It's tough. It's it, it's it's Absolutely. not. We don't have the answers here. But, you know, we are just trying to speak from like, how would I feel? Yeah. I If I saw my girlfriend yeah. go and start cuddling another oh, guy, no, I'd be no, like, no, oh, no, this no. Is, What the just, fuck just, happened? I was going to
2: Those spoken words made me feel uncomfortable. Yeah.
0: <laughs> J Train Podcast. She and looks room. like. Oh yeah, who she look like?
2: Joanna Garcia, but if she had a punk, as you call it, look.
0: <laughs> as I call it, you're putting this on me. It
2: doesn't seem very punk.
0: What did you? How would you describe her?
2: It's kind of like a Cirque du Soleil look.
0: Wow, Shelby, you're really fucking good at this because she does look like Joanna Garcia. Yes, yeah, she does. Wow, mm-hmm. that was really good. That's good if enough. she had a shaved half a head, yeah, sure. If she did the shave sideburn, yeah, like I was gonna go with the girl that was in. uh She used to be the Ultimate Fighter,
2: who now does action movies. Who now
0: does the Mandalorian? Yeah, that girl. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's, yeah, what I was, yeah. that's uh-huh. good. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's amazing too. Right? She's really good. <laughs> We are sponsored, people. Ever wonder why traditional button-ups look so long and baggy? That's because they were never meant to be worn that way. That's where Untuck It comes in. Now, I talked about Third Love on this podcast before. This is the male version of Third Love, but they also have uh, shirts for women, too. I have a short torso wide frame. It is almost next to impossible to find a shirt that I could comfortably wear out without tucking it in or without it being a belly shirt. That's where untuck it comes in, okay? it is. Fr- it has been the frustration of my life to find a t-shirt or a button down that doesn't look like uh, my tails are dragging on the ground like it's my wedding day, and I wore one of those old tuxes. You need a shirt. You need a good-looking shirt. You want it to fit you well. Untuck it is the place to go. It's also the perfect place to buy a gift for dad or your boyfriend. They're gonna love it. I gotta get one for my dad. My dad and I are built the exact same way. He's had the same it, like it was it, when I bought the shirt for my dad. You know when they give a baby who's deaf the the ear implant so that they can hear that's what my dad that's the way my dad reacted you know how they you go on YouTube you can search you know deaf baby gets a ear implant and can hear for the first time and you see the tears stream down his cheek that's how my dad when I gave my dad the untucked shirt he he put it on and a tear streamed down his cheek he's he goes I went a whole life with baggy untucked shirts finally you've you've given me the thing I've been looking for all these years That's what it felt like, and I think you can do the same for your parent, too, or your brother or your person you're dating, and you can try it on in person at one of Untucket's 50 stores or go to untucket.com to get started. They even offer free shipping and returns on all orders in the U.S., but I'm going to give you some free money. You can save 20 2-0, 20% off your first order by using my code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN at checkout. That's untucket, dot com promo code JTRAIN to get 20% off a perfectly fitting shirt. It's great for dad, great for the boyfriend, great for me. I'm, I'm wearing one right now. Love it. Go to untucket.com, promo code JTRAIN, get 20% off j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com should i compromise how much quality time i need here's my question i've been with my boyfriend for a year and a half and we're in our late 20s recently the amount of time we spend together has become a reoccurring issue we see each other on average three times a week usually half of the time we do spend together is spent doing separate things coming together for meals, quality time in the evenings, and sleeping over. This has been great for me, but for him, if he feels like he isn't accomplishing what he needs to get done and has only been agreeing to this time spent because it makes me happy. Uh, Since then, I have been giving him more space and time during the day, and things seem to be good again. Now he recently got a promotion that will require him to work a lot more, and... and, uh, and on top of other things, other life things, our time will be dramatically shortened to one to two evenings a week on average. We came to that compromise on what we think we need to be feel fulfilled, but part of me questions if I will be happy with this new situation. A part of me says I should find new things to do and spend more time with friends and be more independent. But the other part of, other part of me questions if this is then compromising on what I need out of a relationship. I guess I won't know until I try it, but any advice would be great. Hmm. Greer, do you have any thoughts?
1: She said she already said it. Maybe she needs to uh, find more time uh, to do uh, uh, for herself and hanging out with her friends. Um, Stay in the relationship. Uh, You'll know when to go. Yeah. Because there's only but so much you're going to stand for.
0: You got to give it a shot. Yeah. You got to see how the new dynamic works. Um, I don't think – I mean, I have this issue with my girlfriend – it's really hard for us to find time Mm. with traveling and comedy and, you know, being Mm. out at night and her at work during the day. Mm. And it's hard. It's not easy. It's, Mm. um, but I've been comparing relationships a lot to negotiations. Yeah. If you're both sitting at the table negotiating, you're already doing well. You're already in a relationship. So I think for her, yes, go, you got to start reaching out to friends. You got to be a little bit more independent. Mm -hmm. I think, also, you got to stop keeping score. I think that's the worst thing. I think that stresses. That'll
1: give you gray hair.
0: Absolutely. Don't like keep just, score. Like if you sit there going, "Well, we got one to two. We got our two times this week. Check, right. check, check, check." And it's like that would make me feel stressed out. That if I didn't get the second time, now mm-hmm. I'm not doing enough as a boyfriend. But what if this week was different than last week? What if uh, you know I was kept late this week, and the next week we're going on vacation? I've had that situation in my relationship where it's like. Hey, we haven't seen each other all week. And then my thought is like, yeah, because I'm preparing seven podcasts mm. so that we can go away next week. Right. So it's like, you know, that's where the negotiation comes in, mm-hmm. where you go, hey, I'm I'm doing a lot right now to make sure mm-hmm. that we get this good time, that we right. can afford doing these nice things. Yeah. You know, like, and I think you have to see that side, too, and then go where she's right is where she says, I don't know if that will fulfill me. Yeah, then you gotta check in with the tank,
1: and and you and you'll know. And if it's not fulfilling, you uh, have the conversation with him, and figure out and be a little selfish. And what I mean by be a little selfish is, um, don't compromise yourself too much. I mean, there's compromising, but don't compromise where you're holding ninety nine percent of the weight.
0: Yeah, I think it's Uh, okay. I think it's okay to to say. You have to always say, ah, uh, the bag's packed and I could leave any Yeah,
1: that's Because
0: right. I need to feel right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think you give this a shot. If, if you're looking at a month from now and you're going, all right, well, I don't even feel like I have a boyfriend. Well, mm. maybe you didn't yeah. need a boyfriend. Yeah. Maybe this wasn't the right relationship. Maybe it's not the right time for you. Mm. Like, maybe your new life with your friends and family and the things that you're doing and having fun doing, well, that guy's just kind of in the way of those things. Mm. And, and that could be true also, or it could They're be... They're in their
1: late 20s? Yeah. What is that, 26,
0: 27? Let's call it 27. 27. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that, like, you can have a good relationship that isn't working also. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, it, you could be like, yeah, when we're together, but we see each other like, you know, he seems to be concentrating on that, and I seem to be concentrating on this. Mm. All right, maybe not the right time for this relationship. And, you know, I think what gets lost in a lot of... Dating and relationship talk Is that Is how much practicality matters mm-hmm. And You could be a great romantic Thing Twice a week But do you practically work? Right Does Do it, you
1: look forward to that <coughs> Maybe Wednesday Friday Or yeah. Tuesday Thursday
0: Listen you can go out to eat Every night of the week mm. And not feel fulfilled Right You can go out to week uh, Go out to Go out to eat once a month And have the best meal of your life yes. And feel like and remember that meal for the next until the next month right so it's all different for everybody but you have to I think the one thing you can't do is take it personally that he's trying to improve his life and go to work for you I mean this is also completely different than the guy who's like I'm too busy but then goes out with his friends right. you know the, the, these right. are things you'll you'll sniff out right jtrain podcast mm-hmm. at gmail.com jtrain podcast at gmail.com here with Greer Barnes. Go, 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 go. Go see Greer in the Joker. <laughs> if you haven't already seen it. At Greer Barnes, Cellar <laughs> Vegas, March 23rd through 29th. Let's do this one. This is a good one. High School Friend Turned Flame. Hmm. Long time listener here since the TFM days. Uh, this used to be called the TFM podcast. Oh, okay. This is a long listener. And I, it's so nice. I go into these shows, and every show, someone will go since the TFM days, and I'll go, <laughs> "Fuck yeah, man!" It's all it's usually a dude, <laughs> and they'll be yeah. dressed in their their polo shirt. Thank you for being the voice that kept me sane through all of grad school. Now the uh, brief feathering is out of the way. I've come to you again for your sage wisdom. I'm in my late twenties, and I recently moved back home to the suburbs, while I have been finishing my dissertation to look for work in the city. Rough, I know. But the good news is that I'm interviewing at a few companies in the city, and I'm nearing the completion of my dissertation. Now, I want to... uh, We're going to do this here. I did answer this on Adam Ray's podcast. Mm -hmm. So I want to make sure that we plug that, let people know that we did that. But I want to do it again with Hugh Greer. Okay. Okay. Here's the situation. This past weekend, I was, out, I was out celebrating a friend's birthday in the city. I ended up uh, spending the night with the birthday girl, okay? He's out in the city, living in the suburbs, spend the night with the birthday girl. This is someone who I've had strong feelings for and I would like to spend more time with. As a man, I feel like I need to be completely out on my own before I can actively pursue her. Even when that time comes, I'm unsure how she may feel about the obviously discrep obvious discrepancy in our financial situations, since she has been working since gra- uh, undergrad, whereas I've been in school. I should mention that we also have a bit of a history. The mm-hmm. girl and I are a part of the same tight knit friend group from high school. I.e., same car to the party, uh, same car to the party type of friends. So I, I've described friends as if there's a party, mm-hmm. you have your <clears throat> core group that you yes. take the same car with. Right. There's other friends of the party, same party, different car. You're close, but you wouldn't be in the same car. Right. He's saying same same car, same party. That's how close he is with this group of friends.
1: And and this girl as well? He's and that- this girl as well. Okay. Well. Same
0: car to the party type of friends. We dated each other's best friends and others' best friends in high school. We've always had good chemistry and hooked up once before in our early twenties. We had not seen each other much while I was in graduate school, but our friend group started getting together more often the past few years. I always took the friend approach towards her recently because I assumed she had no interest in dating a broke graduate student. Because who would? Well, I think you should have more confidence in that. This past yeah, weekend, yeah, this past weekend was has my brain scrambled on how I should approach this situation moving forward. Namely, how do I approach a situation without potentially making things awkward in our friend group? How do I handle this period of time where I'm living in the suburbs? while about an hour away from the city. I'm definitely weary of, uh, of over committing to this for fear of repercussions it would have on our friendship and our friend group. I know I have feelings for her, but I'm not sure if our good quote unquote chemistry is just friendship that transforms her when she's a little drunk. Maybe grad school has just me overthinking everything. Thanks for listening, appreciate any advice. Classic Shelb and the esteemed guests may have. Do you have any thoughts?
1: <clears throat> First of all, you're a badass, right? Yeah. Um, you moving back home, is not the end of the world. And what is he doing? He's working on a dissertation, you said? Uh,
0: whatever it is. yeah, He, d- so he got done with his dissertation. You're a badass. Yeah, you're not you're doing just some it. slouch who moved back home. Why? And, and especially, let me add on to that mm-hmm. the the beauty of being a man, this might be unfair to women, right. but this is the one of the perks, is that the opposite sex finds, um, finds sexiness in your pursuit. Mm hmm. So they, women are okay with a penny stock yep, because they, they, they see growth in it. Mm-hmm. So I would get out of your head that you're some poor slouch Definitely. grad school student living Definitely. at home. No, you're, a, you're a, badass. a badass with a secondary degree mm-hmm. who's saving money before moving out and getting uh, on his feet in the real world. Mm-hmm. That's, start selling the sizzle. Yeah. But go on.
1: And the girl, like, you, they, they went to high school together? You they went to high school together, very
0: close, good chemistry, and they've already hooked up on her birthday.
1: Hmm. Now well, he should act- talk to her. Yeah. That's, that's it. I, You'll find out all the information you need to know. Speak to her. Later, I'm
0: with I, Greer on this. Mm. I think you <clears throat> dig in. You don't bail out. No. The friendship has been ruined. <laughs> that <Yeah>. is, <laughs> everyone knows you hooked up. The whole friend group knows. Now you're going to have to ride in the other car. Yeah, you're in a different car now. You yeah. uh, and your own. This yeah, you got to drive yourself because this friend group I know you're you can't unbake the cake.
1: Mm-mm. You and you've it. it and eat it.
0: You got to you now it's time to eat the cake because you guys went home together, it happened and it happened because both of you wanted it to happen. Mm-hmm. That's great. Don't try I think what what what, what really hurts this group. Mm or hurts the situation is when people go oh we had sex but now I want to take it back and it's like now you're being never mean, understood that and, and it happens a lot where they go oh well let's act like that never happened no 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 you need to act like it did happen be cool with it because that's the only way the friend group ever makes it out of the situation mm-hmm. Acting like it didn't happen, faking it, being like, well, we didn't, it was a mistake. We no, were drunk. The, no, you are not This wasn't a mistake. No. This happened very purposely. <clears throat> so the more you dig into that, the more you guys can go, wow, that was, I actually had a great time. And maybe she looks at you and goes, I had a great time too. I'm not looking Let's for anything. Let's do it again. Or, Let's do it again. Or I'm not looking for anything from this. Right. Um, it was a comfortable night with a good friend and I'm happy it happened, but I'm not and if that's the case that's also good that's also good so I, I think you dig in agreeing that you're happy it happened mm-hmm. you would and I think you also have to make a decision between happy it happened I'll see you out the next time or happy it happened I want to pursue you those are two different types yes. happy it happened I want to pursue you is happy it happened hey uh, I'm gonna be in the city. You know, Does commuted. he seem
1: like he wants to pursue her? Sounds like it a little. It sounds
0: like it. Yeah. That, and I, I yeah. would encourage that. Yeah. Like, pursue you know, her. You can't live life putting your toe in the water. It, and, and listen, to not to say this won't blow up in your face. It probably will. Nine out of ten relationships don't work out. Mm. Tenth one's ends in a divorce 50% of the time. Mm. Okay? You're fucked. So, <laughs> <laughs> so why not dig in with someone you feel good with, with mm-hmm. someone you feel comfortable well, with. you know. And I would be like, hey, I'm going to be back in the city. Let's do drinks after work. Like, that's an easy thing where you... and then don't sleep over. See if this is for real. Yeah. See if this is a romantic connection more than a friend connection. J train podcast at gmail.com. <clears throat> J train podcast at gmail.com. Can we do one more, Shelby?
2: We can. One more
0: email. All right, we're going to do one more. I like this one. Jim Buddies? Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Jared, very thankful for the UF podcast. It really explains a lot. I've been playing catch-up, only just started listening, so I've been listening to episodes pretty much daily. Makes work a lot more bearable. However, I can't really send this there because I told one of the people mentioned how to listen as well as his girlfriend. The explanation may be a little complex. So can... Oh, did they send it? No wonder. I don't think I can read this. OK, we're going to do a different one.
2: <laughs> she sent it
0: to my personal and then I chat and I forward it because she's listening to the early episodes uh-huh. and now she's like, I don't want to. OK, I hooked up with my friends, my hinge dates, friend in college. Will he only see me as a booty call? I went on a hinge date the other weekend and it went surprisingly well. The guy was funny, smart and we had a great rap- rapport after a few drinks i ended up going back to his apartment for a hot makeout session but kept it pg we were talking a bit into uh, we were talking a bit in the days after meeting and he's initiated combos and plans since we first met but i haven't been available then on saturday night i received a hey text at 10:30 p.m. i didn't answer partly because i was on a, out on a shitty date but more so because i felt like a booty call to complicate things further, the night he we met, he mentioned that we had a mutual friend and I had happened to and I happened to have hooked up with this friend about 5 years ago when I was in college. I'm not sure if the hinge guy knows this yet, but I'm assuming he'll find out eventually based on the friend and the latest night text. I'm worried that he sees me as a booty caller just sex. Uh, I'm definitely interested and could see myself eventually hooking up with him, but it's still too early for me to tell. I know you've said guys want to fuck immediately, then get to know the girl, and I'm hoping to find a balance between that and getting to know him a bit better. I know it's cliche, and it's not that I don't want to have sex with him or dislike sex. I love sex. I just personally find sex to be more pleasurable when the guy at least gives a shit about me versus the guys who just fuck like a jackrabbit from behind till your head crashes into the headboard (laughs) like an over-eager teenager Uh, on prom night. Boy. That was a mouthful. Yeah, was. That was quite a descriptive sentence. <laughs> My question is a loaded question. Does this guy only see me as a booty call in general, but also if he knows I hooked up with his friend, even if it was before we met? Or am I being too cold by not answering them together and should I just reach out to grab drinks again so he knows I'm interested? Clearly, I'm not playing uh, best at playing hard to get. I'm not the best at playing hard to get, and I wor- I'm worried I'm sending signals and that I'm not interested or something. I've attached pics, and I'd love a celeb lookalike. Uh, she's very pretty. We'll give her a celeb lookalike. Oh, Shelby's yeah. taking her in. Yeah. Uh, Greer, do you have any thoughts on this email?
1: Um, uh, d- What you don't want to be is a booty call. You don't. No. You don't want to be a booty call. But I... Uh, <clears> yeah, go ahead. Um... Break down hinge for me,
0: like so. Hinge is just a dating app. It's uh uh-huh. you, oh, okay. So the, they met app. on a dating app, okay. and it wasn't one of the swipe ones. It's the one where you like a, something. It's a more it's it's an elevated experience from the swiping apps. Gotcha. I would okay. I would say. Okay. Um, I think girls on there are looking for the type of hangout that she's looking for. Mm. I want to get to know someone. Mm-hmm. I'll hook up. I'll party, but I'm not going to just go to any party. Exactly. It's, I think that's kind of what she's okay. saying.
1: Okay.
0: I think. I like her question because it's it's multifaceted. Mm-hmm. She says she goes on a date with a guy. They make out PG. During the course of the date, a mutual friend is discussed. That mutual friend is someone she fucked in college. Right. Good for you. Get yeah. yours. Okay. She's worried that because she fucked that friend, that's the reason she got the 1030 text of, hey. I disagree. Mm, yeah, yeah. I don't think guys go... Guys are very... Love vague. Women love specifics. Mm-hmm. So the guy's experience with you five years ago has nothing to do with like, oh, she's a fuck girl. That's not what he thought. Right. Right. I'm pretty confident in that. I will say um, we we're talking a bit in the days after meeting and he's initiated convos and plans since we first met, but I haven't been available. So he did try to make a plan. Mm. They go on a date. He tries to make a plan. She's not available. Then Saturday night, I receive a hey text. Here's what's going on. You're in the group. You're in that group of people mm-hmm. he texts on a sat. Uh, he knows you've <laughs> he's said like yes before. Yeah. This is very man, kind of back to the first email where it's like, desire, hunt, kill, mm-hmm. then make decisions. Yeah. Do I eat? Yeah. So... We're on the same page with Mm. this. He, you're just in the group of people that he felt comfortable texting. Mm. I think from your position, you have to deal with a guy like an animal.
1: And you're in a good position, too.
0: And you're in a great position. Don't take it personally. Mm -hmm. He's not putting you, it's not the group, his group of girls that he sends hey to isn't Oh, these are the ones that fuck. Right. It's anyone who will answer. Right. It's not... Pretty much. And you have to be the lion tamer. You have to be like, yes. Ah, yeah! Yeah. Whoops. yeah. You got to like fucking, Hey, easy, <laughs> yeah. easy!
1: Get back up on that thing. Yeah.
0: So <laughs> you need to... You. Ca- I think when this scenario, you don't take a per. Hey, saw your text. I was already sleeping. Mm-hmm. Let's do drinks this week. Yeah. I think you have to kind of laugh at the man of it in it mm. you, you know there's mm-hmm. a there's the dude you have to laugh at that this guy is a dude who is out there oh you think i'm the type yeah. that's gonna go- <laughs> we went on one date now you're gonna hate me at saturday ha ha, 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 ha.
1: how many days after did he hate her
0: a week later, a week it, later. this is the thing okay. like he's just this happens all the time and it's not because He's leveled you or Mm -hmm. boxed you. It's just people approach the people they're pretty sure they won't get negativity from. Mm -hmm. They don't want to get turned down. So we do. It's why Bumble to me is not a great app for women. Hmm. Because guys are going to... Bumble's the one where the girls have to say hi to the guys first.
1: Oh, okay. Right, right. So
0: (laughs) at that point, oh, she really likes me. I can take advantage of knowing that. She's... She not only matches me, she goes, ooh, me, ooh, me. So Hmm. I understand from her perspective where she's like, ugh, it kind of felt bad to get the hate text. It's not as thought out as you're thinking it out. I think it's one of those things where you go, ha, ha, ha. Now, I'm not saying, listen, if he keeps doing this, if he doesn't do drinks with you the next week and keeps hanging you on a Saturday, he's making it very clear what he's looking for.
1: Yes. And uh like I said, you don't want to be a, a booty call. No. Um,
0: yeah, laugh at the booty call.
1: Remember the ball Pres- is in your court, court yes. right now.
0: Pres- it, it's you need to look at it as I got the ball in my hand. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna fake throw on a, right. on a, on a right. Saturday night. Oh 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 my God, I wasn't even out. I right. must have been a crazy night. <laughs> I'm free Thursday.
1: right. What are you doing?
0: What are you doing? Are yeah. you gonna make this happen? Yeah. No. And then Saturday, night, hey. You're not going to be so... Now you don't be so nice. Now you don't give him the option of the of the date on Thursday. Right. I'm not saying this is the rule forever. I'm saying for the first time, this is a great way mm-hmm. to go, hey, I get what he... That's his penis texting you on Saturday. Yep. <laughs> that's his penis. At 10 hey. o'clock, definitely yeah. the penis. That was a penis text. Greer Barnes, thank you for coming on. Hey,
1: man. Thanks for having me, this brother. It's such a pleasure. I At a Greer
0: Barnes on Instagram. <laughs> go, go, go. Follow right now. The audience loves you. Thank
2: you, brother. Shelby,
0: thank you for popping on.
2: Thanks for having me.
0: At Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. I'll be headlining Gotham in April. April 17th and 18th. Or I think, <laughs> is that what the date is? 18th and 19th, 17th and 18th? What are we doing? Um, April 17th and 18th at Gotham. Also, Laugh Boston. That's coming up. Um, tickets are already... Walking out that door. So get those tickets the 19th of March through the 21st. I'm Jared Free. We'll be back next episode. Boom.